<laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host and a bunch of emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. A lot of things that I want to chit chat with my girls about. Just as a reminder, this is a pre-recorded episode. I'm away, Bipes. All right. I'm, at, I'm over the pond, Bipes. All right. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. I got to give you the heads up on that. I uh, Speaking of going away, you guys, I'm all packed and I'm thinking about, you know, just embarrassing things that are going to happen to me on my trip. And the number one, the first embarrassing thing that's going to happen is when I'm on the airplane and I have to lift the luggage up above my head to put it in the damn the stowaway bin. Couldn't they have put those things on the ground? Because why do I have to do a, a, a deadlift to get my luggage up, up there? And I did pack a full luggage this time because it's winter clothes. They take up more space. You know, it's not like when I packed over the summer, just like shirts and dresses and a skirt. But um, I didn't overpack by any means. I packed one sweater, two cardigans, two pairs of jeans, one dressy shirt, one pair of like black regular pants. And then undershirts, like, you know, T-shirts and stuff. And then uh, a pair of boots and a pair of sneakers. So I packed pretty light, but somehow this bitch is, is oh, and I also brought a, a trench coat because, you know, it's going to rain the entire fucking time that I'm there. So I don't know what the hell is making my luggage so heavy, but it sure is. I'm going to have to ask someone to help me. I don't know. One thing about me though, I'm going to sleep on a flight. I'm going to have the best sleep of my life. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I think it's those headrests that they have where it's like you can squish the sides of the pillow to form to your skull. They just keep your head in place. So you're not just wobbling around. Oh my God. Once I was, this was so long ago, but once I was on a plane and I fell asleep on the man next to me, like I, I slept on his shoulder the whole flight with my mouth open drooling. And I woke up snuggling with someone and I went, oh my God, (laughs) I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And he's like, no, it's okay. I didn't want to bother you. So I just let you sleep. (laughs) He's like, I just let you sleep there. Shout out to that guy. I think about him pretty regularly. He was so nice for that. Like, girl, if it was me, I would have pushed someone off of me the way this man couldn't move the whole time. It's like when Stanley lays on me, I'm like, all right, I can't move. Can't get a drink of water. Can't do anything. Like, I don't want to make wake my baby up. And and this man did that to me. But um, <laughs> I don't know why that's just cracking me up, girl. And And I was drooling like the man had drool on him. Like whoever is married to him, good for you. Cause to me, that's, that's husband goals. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. Oh, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Hope everybody ate a lot of Turkey and stuffing thing, things of that nature is Thanksgiving food, the best food. I don't know. I think it is. You want to know what? It's really the sides that hit for me. Like I want the, I want the stuffing. I want the green beans. I want the, I want everything covered in gravy. Turkey is, is optional for me. I'll have a, I'll have a couple bites. Hey, I'm not driving, but I'm not crazy about it. Not really a turkey girl. And also I don't understand why, why, why do turkeys take 
four days to defrost and then like 18 hours to cook. It feels a little bit like excessive for, for that, for that to be the worst thing on the table. It feels a little excessive. It feels a little dysfunctional and delusional for this bird to think that it, it's worth that much time and energy. Okay. Cause it, it's not really giving like that, but yeah, I hope you guys had a good, good little holiday. Can't believe it. I was saying to my, um, <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I was saying to my drum teacher, because <laughs> he was like, oh, I can't believe Thanksgiving's this week. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's so weird. Like every year I'm shocked when it's November and, and December, but I don't know why I'm shocked because it happens every year around the same time. And we were hooting and hollering over there. By the way, don't make fun of me for taking drum lessons. I'm actually good at playing drums. So you guys can kiss my freaking ass. My friend, <laughs> I was going to meet up with my friend, Corey, and I had told him, um, oh yeah, I I'll come meet up with you after my drum lessons. And then he had told my friend, Sarah, and I got like a frantic call from her and she's like, girl, you're taking drum lessons. I'm like, yeah, so what? She's like, what do you do? Go to like the school of rock. I was like, no, I don't go to the school of rock. That that's like a place where kids go and, and learn how to, how to play <laughs> instruments. <laughs> I'm like, no, but God, it's fun. I, I highly recommend just, if you've ever wanted to do something, just go and do it. And I was so like kind of embarrassed to start cause it's so unnatural. And like, I've never played an instrument before. And I was really just like, ugh, like I don't have the coordination. It's a lot of coordination. Um, and my teacher was like, he was like, all of my students are basically the same age and like level as you it's just like people who always wanted to do something and they're giving it a shot like there's nothing wrong with that I'm like right so that, that's my baby boy over there love that guy okay you guys just a quick word from our friends this week secret keepers club is <laughs> brought to you brought to you in part by BetterHelp. Listen up, girlies, whether you and your family and friends give gifts this holiday season or not, it is time to give a little something to yourself. Getting your mental health in check is honestly one of the best gifts you can give to yourself and BetterHelp is there to make it happen. They make therapy, therapy, not there, but baby. They make therapy wildly easy. Everything is completely online and suited to your schedule. Talk to your therapist through phone call, video call, or message whenever and wherever works for you. You guys know I am such an advocate for mental health. I think it's something that we all should be focused on. It is like the number one thing, you know, it's the number one thing to make everything else feel better and, and kind of just go more smoothly. So I think BetterHelp is a genius thing because it's convenient for you. It's no pressure for you. And it helps you out. And the girls could use all the darn help we can get. So to get started, just fill out a quick questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. It could not be easier. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It is the season of giving. Give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Secret Keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Secret Keepers to get 10% off your first month. We also have our, our babies. I got to talk about my babies over at AG1 when you're double fisting Christmas cookies this season. Okay, this feels contrived. Whoever wrote the copy, this feels contrived and, and, and I will come for you. 
because you know I love those little Christmas cookies with the um with the powdered sugar that are ha- that have jelly inside. Okay? Anywho, you can even things out with a daily dose of AG1. It is ridiculously easy. Just scoop one scoop of powder with water and drink it once a day. You can take it in the morning, in the evening, whenever works for you. I love AG1. I brought it with me on this trip. It's the best. I get all of my things in just one glass and I'm all good. That way you don't have to be taking a million different vitamins in a day and then you got to take this one because you take that one and this one's not going to work unless you take this if you take this one you're constipated then you got to take it's like enough already you guys so with 75 vitamins minerals probiotics and whole food source ingredients it takes less than a minute to do something good for yourself since 2010 they have improved their formula 52 times okay That's a lot of times, baby. So they are obviously committed to making sure that you're getting the most nutrition possible. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs on your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secretkeepers. That's drinkag1.com slash secretkeepers for a one-year supply of vitamin D. You all know we need that D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Anywho. Let's get to let's get to some of these emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. We have a, a few um, follow-ups from last week, just some advice from the girlies to the girly that wrote in last week. So we'll get to those. Um, and they'll be probably sprinkled in because I, I know they're not like all in order. Um, okay. This is actually a follow-up from another episode, actually, now that I'm looking at it. It says, for the girly asking about her future wedding. Hi, Carly and the little angel gentleman. Well, thanks so much. Hi to you too. I'm going to I'm gonna miss my babies so much. Like the way that I gave birth to these two boys and, and yet they're going to be without their mommy. It, it kills me. I woke up this morning and cried. I said, I'm going to miss you guys. Meanwhile, they were like, please fucking leave. We hate you. Anywho. Um... I wanted to give my two cents in to the girl who was asking if she should elope. It's actually my five-year anniversary today. Oh, congrats. And this seems like the perfect day to let her know what I did and how it worked out. I too had a family that were being fussy about making it about themselves and were picky about location and who was invited, et cetera. My husband and I are not elaborate people. And like Carly, I felt like I'd get overwhelmed with a large wedding. We ended up getting married in front of our immediate family at San Francisco City Hall. Um, we then rented out the private room at Kokari Estorio, the best restaurant in the city, if I do say so myself, in San Francisco, and paid for 30 of our closest friends and family to have an absolutely beautiful and elaborate eight-course, five-star meal. Alcohol was provided as well, and it was the absolute best, least stressful combination of a reception and wedding. It was the best decision because we had a person limit set by the restaurant, so no one can fuss if they weren't invited or had the crutch of blessing, the crutch and blessing of wanting a really fancy and beautiful celebration. This is such a good idea. I'm so on board with this. This is honestly what I would do. This is just an idea, but it really worked out for us. And the idea of a large wedding felt really stressful. And we were still able to have a traditional moment of being wed with family. And then we're able to celebrate with our very select friends and family after. Side note, I just want to say I had my first son in March. In parentheses, I'm 34 via IVF. And he's the best thing to ever happen to me. Oh, congrats. 
I'm not sure if you remember, but I had a little gender reveal on our chat back when we had the live potty. Yes, I remember. Oh my God. Wait, I can't wait to see these pictures. His name is Rhodes Andrew, and he's the most fun baby ever. I'm going to attach a picture for Carly and the cute little kitty cats. If you've ever been on the fence, like I was back in my twenties on whether you do or don't want kids, just do it. He's absolutely the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I can't explain to you the joy and love I feel every day being his mom. Okay. Love you girlies and kiss you all right on the lips by Robert and Stanley kiss you on your furry lips too. LOL. And then, Oh my God, these pictures are so cute. Stop. I'm crying. Stop this. This is the cutest baby. (gasps) I want to pinch him. He's so cute. And his little outfits. Isn't, is that the most fun part of having a kid? Cause every time, where was I? Um, like a month ago, I was, I think I was at the gap with my friend, Sarah. And I was like, I just want to go look at the baby clothes. Cause they're so cute, especially in the winter, in the fall, like seeing a little tiny jacket. It's like, please, uh, you're three months old. You have a North face. I'm crying at that. It's so cute. I was like, I wish I knew, like, I wish one of my friends had like an itty bitty baby so I can give this to her. And yes, I I completely agree with your um, philosophy on that. I really, really do. I think it's great. Okay. So this one says embarrassing things and a fuck Mary kill. Hi, Carly and the cats. Why is it so embarrassing when you're falling asleep and you get that falling sensation and jerk yourself awake? Oh my God. This happened to me last night. Oh my God. I was in sleep paralysis last night. Oh, I thought someone was in my house. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. I'm remembering it now. That is embarrassing. I was, I woke myself up. So I, okay, I'm going to tell you guys my dream. I know that this um, doesn't have anything to do with the email, but sorry, I just got sidetracked. So I had a dream that I was sinking, sinking into my mattress and like spinning, right? And then I was laying there and I heard like a ruckus. I heard some commotion in my living room, but then I realized that's not my living room. I'm not in my house. And there was a person there. And I'm like, where the hell am I? And then in my dream, which I thought was real, I squirtled out of bed and I squirtled to the living room. And I'm like, it looks like my house, but it's not. And then I was like, oh God, I hate, I hate that shit. Cause I always try and scream and I can't, my God, anytime I've ever like been in a relationship and I go to sleep and I have like a sleep paralysis nightmare the way that the man that I'm with really does think that I'm the craziest person on earth. He's like, oh, you were like tossing and turning and jerking around a lot. I'm like, yeah, you could have woke me up and saved me from the freaking demon in the corner of the room. But anywho, yes, the falling is, is crazy. Um, God forbid somebody sees it. Oh my God. That's so funny. I didn't know it said this. God forbid somebody sees it, but it's so embarrassing alone too. It's partially why I'm afraid to fall asleep on planes. See, I don't even care about that. Uh, I also think it's embarrassing when you put on a jacket over a long sleeve shirt and you have to hold the wrist of the shirt so that it doesn't bunch up under your coat. It makes me feel like a child. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. And then she gives a good, oh, a good fuck, Mary kill. Very simple, but good fuck, Mary kill um, that I'm going to save for, for a little bit later. So I agree with you on the, I also think like layering up and, and bundling up feels very adolescent to me. 
like, oh, I have to wear my long johns under, you know, I have to wear my long johns under these pants. It's like, please, you're an adult. Like, why are you wearing so many layers? I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but it is embarrassing. This one says humbling moments at my new job. Carly, this email has been cooking in the noggin for quite some time now. I have the, the, you know, what's embarrassing to end all of them. So your girl is at a new job recently in parentheses. I'm going to be a cutesy little blackjack dealer at a new casino. Fun <gasps> girl. I have a question about you. If you're a blackjack dealer, are you amazing at math? Because the way these people, anytime I play blackjack, Cause when I gamble, like that's what I do. Cause I don't really exactly know how to play, but I like trust the dealer with my life. Like when, when there's a girly, like dealing the cards at blackjack, I look at her and I go, I would die for her. I would actually die for her. I trust her with my life. I would let her do my taxes. That's how good at math. I think these people are. Cause they really are so quick. I'm like, what the fuck is eight plus five? And they shout it out before I can even crunch the numbers in my head. Wow. That's such a fun job. I, I would love to work in a casino. Cool. And you get to wear like a little outfit. I love wearing a uniform. So fun. Okay. So she says every day we have to clock in and out on this big tablet thing on the wall. Tell me why this machine takes a picture of you every time you punch in and out. Stop. That's so embarrassing. And puts it on display for everyone in the gosh darn line behind you to see. Oh my God. That's humiliating. Not to mention it's at the worst possible angle. So your double chin is showing up and showing out every single time. And of course, there's this loud ass shutter sound to draw attention to your freaking masterpiece. Oh my God, it's humiliating. Honestly, like don't even pay me at this point because I'd rather die. Anyway, love you in the potty more than life. Smooch you right, smooch you right on the lips. Come see me at the casino. Ooh, I absolutely will. Girl, I love gambling. Anytime my friends are like, what should we do? I'm like, let's go to Atlantic City. I want to go. I want to go gambling. I love you guys. I cannot stress this enough. I love Atlantic City. I don't care if it makes me a piece of shit. I'm proudly like Atlantic City's number one stan. And if you've never been, oh, it's disgusting. I love it so much. I love it so much because everyone there like gets the fucking vibe. It's like, we're in a casino. We're all a little tacky. We can smoke inside. I'm here because I can smoke inside and I'm gambling my life away until I have no more cash. I have no more, you know, chips left and I'm getting drinks. I'm crushing drinks over at those blackjack tables. I swear to God, girl, I'm so much fun. I've never won a dime because even when I'm up to me, that's not winning. I win when I have no money left. Like I really am kind of the best person to do anything with because I'm just like, I'm not even taking it seriously. If we go play, a, you know, darts, if we go bowling, if we gamble, like I'm not one of those people that's going to get hot and bothered if, if I'm losing, I'm just like happy to be around. And especially when I'm gambling, if I'm up, I'm like, oh, let's see how long we could ride this one out until we have none left. <laughs> like I go, when I get to the casino, I take out cash. X amount of dollars that I'm like, all right, if I, if I lose this, I'm not going to cry over it. Right. And then I put my card in my room. Cause I don't want to get over. I don't want to be like, Oh, I just got to go back and get another couple hundred. Out. No girl. You had your budget. You had your limit and you blew it at the blackjack table. Um, last year when I went to Atlantic city, <laughs> 
I was playing roulette, which I never really play and I don't even get like how it works, but I don't know. It was like fun. And I, I don't know. And I thought that I had the most genius idea to put chips on like in between every single number so that no matter what I would win. And the guy that I was with was like, that's, you're not winning. I was like, yes, I am. If you don't see, I get chips every single time. He's like, yeah, but you are putting so much more in than you're getting back that like, you're going to run out in like two more, in two more tries. Like you're, you're winning, but you're getting back like 10% of what you just put down. I was like, okay, are, are you a finance guy? <laughs> okay. Why are we talking percentages? I want to have fun in Atlantic city. Okay. And it makes me feel a little spark of joy. Every single time I get a chip, I don't give a shit. I, I'm a little sick and tired of you sitting right next to me, judging me and crunch numbers. Okay. God, I love the casino. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. And the people you see there, oh, it's so good to people watch. You go to, you know, McCormick and Schmicks on a Friday night. You're going to see all the divas out. You go to the food court, forget it. You're going to see people down and out down there at the, at the food court in Atlantic city. I swear to God, they lost all their money. They're like, I only have $1 left to my name. I, I just need a slice of pizza. Oh, it is, it is such a moment. Okay. Let's see. This one says, say la vie. Hi, Carly. Love you so much. You're so funny. Oh, thank you so much. Been a fan since girl code. Love Emma on the podcast. Miss her, but love it so much still. Oh, thank you. I love Emma too. Sorry for my poor writing. It's late and I'm in bed, which brings me to my story. I'm in my late twenties. I'm a single mom in Montana. Ever since separating from my children's father, I've been just trying to figure out who I am. I'm one semester away from finishing nursing school. In September, I started seeing this guy. We can call him E. When we hung out, I go, when we hang out, I go to his house and we relax all day and he buys me food and tells me how pretty and amazing I am. It's such a nice escape from my busy and stressful day-to-day -day life. Fast forward to now, end of November, and I feel like I'm crazy about him. The problem is when we're together, everything is perfect and amazing and we say we love each other, but when we're apart, it's very hard to communicate, but I know in my gut that he likes me. The other problem is that I'm a healthcare professional and he is on a quote unquote different path. Okay. That's a little suspicious, but I'm not going to inquire. I guess my question in my heart is, I know we love each other, but I need more effort from him. What do I do? Okay, girl, this is a classic case of you got, you got a whole dozen eggs in that basket. Okay. You got 12 eggs in there. You got to split them up. If it were me, I would continue dating other people. I know you want to know what it is. I've been in a situation exactly like this before where you're just like, oh my God, it's so much fun. We just chill and relax and, and watch TV and hang out and like, you know, just like have fun and blah, blah, blah. But then you're like, oh, wait, I feel like we're, I need more from you. Right. And it's hard to go from one, one place to the next because you kind of already were just like enjoying it at the time when it was at this certain level. And now you're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta beef it up a little bit. I need you to take me to freaking McCormick and Schmicks in Atlantic city. Um, but what I would do is keep my options open because he's not your boyfriend. Right. And keep dating and either you, you know, find somebody that is going to give you the type of energy that you need and is going to give you the, the effort that you need, or 
it whips this guy into shape because right now, why would he put more effort in if he's getting everything he wants and, and it's the way that he wants it and he's not putting in any effort. Um, but if you're dating other people, sorry, I can't hang out tonight. I'm going out or whatever. You don't have to tell him you're dating other people, but keep your options open, get out there. Like you're, you're getting, giving him more than the level that he's giving you. So if it's me, like I'm dating, sorry. And I know it sucks when you really like someone because it almost feels like you're forcing yourself to date. Like, oh, I really like this guy. I wish he would just stop being a fucking asshole. And now I got to go out with Jerry, the guy who's going to say I have a nice rack when we're having drinks. But, you know, put yourself out there. Separate your eggs, all right? Had to hit my vape after that one. Jesus Christ. All right, let's see. This says, um, help, I'm an unwell girly, I, I think. Hi, Carly, love you so much. And the furry angel babies, huge fan of the potty and everything about you. Thanks so much. So I need some advice or reassurance, I guess. I've been married for a year now to the best man on the planet. He's the sweetest hunk and the other half of my heart. I have no regrets. Marrying him was the best decision I ever made. He's kind and caring and loyal and has been in my life forever. So this was a dream come true. We've been together for five years before I started dating him. Oh, I'm sorry. We've been together for five years. And before I started dating him, I was in another five-year relationship starting in freshman year of college. This was my first serious relationship and probably my first love. The relationship started great for the first couple of years, like they always do. And then he became, it became a beyond tumultuous situation with drama and arguments and resentment. He was the biggest narcissist and I experienced a lot of emotional damage. We both ended up cheating on each other. And I really think the relationship was over way before we decided to end things. I have no doubt in my mind that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be with this person, with the person I'm supposed to be with, but it drives me crazy because my ex lives rent-free in my head. I would say at least a few times a week, if not once a day, this man pops into my head randomly. It could be something that reminds me of him, or I will be in an everyday situation with my husband and I wonder what he's up to. Occasionally, the thought crosses my mind what it would have been like if we had been able to make things work, but I can never really clearly picture it. Long story short, when we first split, I obviously thought about him all the time, but I figured after all this time, it would be much less frequent. Am I bugging? I love my husband so much, and it makes me feel so bad when this little gremlin crosses my mind. I'm wondering if this is normal, or do you think I have something unresolved going on? Just for funsies, here's pictures of my husband and a picture of my troll ex. <laughs> I see. Oh my God, you guys are so cute. Wow, what a beautiful dress. I love that bouquet too. This is like a picture from her wedding day. And she has like, it's like white. It looks, and I'm probably wrong, but it looks like white roses and then like fall colored eucalyptus and like um, foxtails and some feathers. Oh my God. That's such a beautiful, unique bouquet. It's really, really beautiful. I love like the, the white in the middle. Oh my God. And the X is a nightmare. Uh, get this man off my, I don't want this JPG up on my freaking on my screen. The X is awful. Okay. So I think it's totally normal. I think that there's people in our lives that just kind of pop into our heads. I think it has a lot to do with that. It was your first real relationship. 
Um, it was probably happening during a very transitional part of your life where you were becoming a woman and you were, um, you know, in love for the first time. And I think that, you know, we have a tendency to romanticize people when they don't deserve it. And I think that's what you're doing. I don't think you're romanticizing him currently, but I think that's what you did when you were together. Right. But I think these feelings are completely normal. And there's always, I don't give a shit how in love somebody is. There's always that one guy that ruins your life. And you think about this guy all the time. Like, I don't even, I, you want to know why? Cause he always pops up anytime something negative happens. I'm like, that's so him. Anytime one of my friends is dating an asshole, I'm like, that's so him. He would do that. It's just like he, they, they, they really are haunting, especially a narcissist. Cause the whole time you're with them, you think you're crazy. You know, geez, Louise. I think it's fine. It's, it's going to fizzle eventually, but there's just someone, it's so funny. Cause this guy, that's like the one that I'm thinking about, um, when him and I were, were together, my friend was like, you're going to think about this guy the rest of your life. She's like, I have one. This is yours. Cause usually I, you know, I could be with someone for 10 years and I'm like, yeah, it was nice knowing him. But this guy just still to this day pisses me off. When I think about him, I clench my fist. I'm like, I freaking hate that guy. Cause the whole time we were together, he was pissing me the hell off. But I think it's normal girl. And, and if anything, you should, you should thank him and, and, you know, in your head, obviously, and just wish him well in your head. Cause he, that breakup brought you to this amazing, beautiful life that you have now. So uh, people are, people are seasoned sometimes. Uh, you guys, you know, I, I, I just gotta, uh, I, we gotta talk about Lumi. Okay. If you're breaking a sweat under that Christmas sweater, at least you could smell amazing with Lumi. Lumi is a whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN. It puts your pits, your privates, your feet, and anywhere and everywhere. It blocks all odor all day long, and it even controls it for up to 72 hours. You guys, first of all, I sweat like a damn... Uh, please, I'm always sweating so much, and I will say Lumi really does a great job at helping me out with that, honestly, because I'm not... I don't smell. I smell amazing and they have great flavors. I know you guys always tell me, please don't call it flavors because you're not eating it. Well, how do you know I'm not eating it? it? It is not recommended. Okay. But I love Lumi and I use it and I have their, their deodorant wipes in my bag at all times because you never know when you need it. Girl, hey, how many times have you said, you know what? I could use a little something and you don't have it. All right. Lumi is a baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced, so you don't even have to have that baking soda itchy rash that a lot of other deodorants give you. Lumi deodorant starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer, uh, as a special offer to our listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. And for a limited time, returning customers get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. So you can use secret the code secret at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better.
And we also have, we also have Factor. When there are tons of Hallmark movies to watch, you don't want to spend the whole holiday season cooking in the kitchen. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It delivers chef-prepared, dietitian-approved meals straight to your door, so you never have to choose between eating an awesome meal or watching A Christmas Prince. Factor meals are always fresh. They're never frozen. Just heat them up for two minutes and dinner is served. Choose from over 35 weekly meal options, including awesome breakfasts like apple cinnamon pancakes and bacon and cheddar egg bites. That is making me hungry even thinking about it because you guys I'm telling you these factor meals are no joke it is like I, I say it all the time it is honestly restaurant quality when I get factor meals I get so excited because I'm like oh my god this is gonna be healthy it's gonna be delicious I've tried all the different options I always switch it up I always switch it up I could be a new person whenever I want to be okay we're growing we're we're effervescent and I've tried all of it. I've never had a meal from them that I didn't like. I'm just such such a fan of theirs. And you want to know what? I say this all the time. Anything that's going to make my life easier, I'm doing it. They have vegan, vegetarian, keto, calorie smart, and protein plus meal options. So there's seriously something for everyone. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. That's code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. This one says, please help. Hello, my Sicilian queen and the fuzzy ball boys. Hello. We say hi too. And the boys say meow. Love the pod. Love you. Let's get into it. My sweet, sweet boyfriend passed away in an accident in 2022 at 27. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. It's tragic. We had only been together for a little over two years, but I was confident that he was the man that I was going to marry. Not a day goes by that I don't think of him and I miss him more than humanly possible. I was and continue to be so deeply in love with him. I'm 29 now and I'm struggling with the whole dating thing. I have a strange guilt for my late boyfriend, any guy I would date, myself, his family, et cetera. But that being said, I don't want to limit myself. I know I love having a partner, or at least I think I do. I keep saying I want things to happen organically, but it seems the only way to make any steps in dating via app is via apps, especially in the Boston area. I've chatted with a couple of guys who I ultimately told about my late boyfriend and have received varying responses, three of which resulted in dick pics. What? How slash what slash what the fuck? A couple of boys, emphasis on boys, unmatched me and some sweeties in the mix who have been really understanding. Regardless, it still feels weird. How do I break this feeling of guilt? I'm so scared. I'll constantly be comparing any new guy. Um... And just in the pit of my stomach, I know my dreams lie with a literal corpse. I'm still very, very close with his family. His mom randomly gave me her sort of blessing about dating. And I know they just want me to be happy, but I feel so off. Please help. Here are some pics of my cutie McSweetie honey and me and my 14-year-old man dog. Obviously kissed right on the lips. Oh my God, how cute. These pictures are great. The dog is a chunky boy. You know what? I wasn't expecting a chunky boy. I kind of need an alert before seeing a chunky boy. It's a little like it looks like a like just like one of those chubby, not chubby, solid muscle pit bulls, but just like a little chonker. I don't know. He's cute. Okay, so. I would say I'm going to say two things. Number one. 
don't force yourself into dating. If you're not ready, if you feel like you still need to heal and have time on your own. I think that there's just always so much pressure to date. And on top of that, I think that you're trying to, um, you know, like get your, I get where you're coming from. It's like, you're trying to get your life back and, and try and get back to some type of normalcy. And you like having a partner, you like being in a relationship. So it seems like the right step. But I think if you look within and, and really make sure that you're ready to start dating, that's number one. Number two, I think it's important to know that you're not like replacing him you're finding another person that's also going to be a a great part of your life. It's not like, I don't think that you have to feel guilty for it because he's irreplaceable to you, right? So I think that if you kind of change the way that you're looking at trying to find a partner and trying to date, then I think that that's um, most important because that's where the guilt is coming from, right? You're feeling guilty that that you're moving on. You're feeling like, you know, how will this person ever equate? And they won't, you know, it'll be a completely different scenario. So I think that that's might be helpful to you. Um, but I, I, I kind of, you want to know why online dating is such a lawless place. I swear to God, guys sending you dick pics. It's like, please uh, enough for it. I, I, Anytime a guy has ever sent me a dick pic in, in history, I've gone, LOL. Aw. That's it. Because what are you doing? And, and, and who the hell do you think wants to see that little monster? Not me. Um, but I also think, like, maybe when you're dating, wait until you're ready to, like, talk about it. You don't have to put it all out there when you first are chatting with someone. I think that it might be nice for you to go on the date, chit chat. And if, if you feel like, cause that's like such a vulnerable thing to talk about. If you feel like being vulnerable with this person, then you can talk about it. But I, I don't want you like spilling your heart out to these people that are just like, here's my, here's my balls. You know, it just feels like, I think you should get to know someone or at least go out you know, on a date with someone. And then if it comes up or if you feel ready to open up a little bit, you know, cause this is like a heavy thing. You don't have to just like throw it all out there. Um, and maybe that'll make it a little bit easier too. Let's see. This one says to the girly who wants to leave her husband, but feels stuck because of the kids. Uh, this is the, one of the follow-ups that I, that I saw when I was scrolling through before. Hi, Carly and the kitten boys. I'm writing to you about last week's girly who wants to leave her husband, but feels stuck because they have kids together. While I have never been in a similar situation, I do have a book that I wanted to recommend to her and all of the girls. It's called Untamed by by Glennon Doyle. It's a memoir about a famous Christian author who had a picture perfect life, three kids and a husband, then found out her husband cheated on her for the majority of their marriage. And then she met the love of her life, a woman. She goes into the importance of making the decision for you and how important, how important it is for your kids to see you do things for yourself. Anyway, this book helped me through my gay awakening and has filled with a lot of insight for any girlies in this day and age who feel a little domesticated by society. I could not recommend a better read. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Um, okay. You guys, I think I'm going to 
pause here. We're going to do a fuck, Mary kill. And then we're going to come back because I'm going to record next week's episode too. And I want to make sure I have enough emails for that episode. So, okay. So the fuck, Mary kill actually is very simple. Maybe we've even done it before, but I know we haven't done it recently. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hey, how do you even choose? I, I, I'm kind of stuck here though, because it's like breakfast, I breakfast food is probably my favorite, but do I eat a full breakfast every single day? No, because a lot of times when I wake up, I eat like, like something really light because I'm not super hungry in the morning, but I just do it so I could take my vitamins and just like have a little something in the beginning of the day. So I don't like sit down and have my favorite breakfast, which is like literally bacon and eggs and hash browns, right? Or like a bagel or like an egg sandwich. Those are, I mean, top tier. To me, you can't really top that. But, you know, for breakfast, I literally have, it's so boring and it's so something that like an old person would eat, but I have hot cereal with fruit and almond butter almost every single day for breakfast. and. If not, I'll have like a couple hard boiled eggs and like a banana, you know, it's very boring. So, but I love an over easy egg and you dip the toast in it and you eat it. That's come on. Can't really top that. So I'm marrying breakfast and I know that might've just thrown you for a loop, but I'm marrying breakfast now between lunch and dinner. I'm going to fuck lunch and and unfortunately I'm going to have to kill dinner. But here's why. Lunch has my other favorite stuff. You know, sandwiches, french fries. It, I guess I I eat a I eat a lot of french fries for dinner though. To me dinner I'm thinking of like roast chicken and like stuff like that and I'm like, yeah, if I have breakfast and lunch I don't really need that in my life. If I have those two options, um, I do love dinner stuff, but I'm kind of like lunch is like soup and salad, soup and sandwich. Like, hello, I'm not driving. So we're going to, we're going to fuck lunch and we're going to marry breakfast or should we, or should we reverse that? Either way, dinner is, is, is dead. Okay. Yeah, we're keeping it. You know what? You got to go with your gut. You got to go with your gut. Cause you're usually right the first time. So that's what I'm doing. Anywho, you guys, I am about to record next week's episode and you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. I'll get to them once I get back. I'm so excited and miss you and love you. And I'll chat to you soon. Bye.